I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to a special post-Oscars episode of the Hollywood Life podcast. Bonnie and I talk to none other than Melissa Rivers about all of the Oscars fashion and the things she loved and the misses from last night's show. Make sure you guys hit the subscribe button so you can get our weekly podcasts that go live every Tuesday. And enjoy our interview with Melissa. Hey guys, I'm here with the Hollywood Life podcast. Big day for us. It is post Oscars. And that means so much incredible fashion at the Oscars and at all of the after parties, especially the Vanity Fair party. And we have the perfect guest today um, who is joining us to discuss who looked the most fab. And so, uh, before I introduce that wonderful guest, I'm going to say hey to my Coke anchor, Allie Stagnita. Hey, Allie. Hi, Bonnie. Yes, we have such a great, iconic post-award show guest today, uh, and we are so excited to get her insights, maybe a little bit of what she thinks her iconic mother would have thought about the show. Um, so without further ado, we'd love to introduce Melissa Rivers. Thank you Hi. so much for coming on. Thank Hi, you. Melissa. Bonnie, not the first time we've had this conversation over the last 20 years. Oh, we've, no. been, we've had you on the podcast a few times. Yes. And we are always so uh, excited to hear what you've got to say, and especially about the Oscar fashion. I thought that it was a really great year. Like it was the first big year back from the pandemic. What did you think? I agree 100%. I love that it was Hollywood glamour in a very traditional Traditional sense. Mm -hmm. We had gowns. We had hair done. We had the big jewels. It 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 felt. I think everybody felt like it was okay to look glamorous again. And you know, we had color, and I mean, just just the jewels coming out again alone were. I mean, you couldn't. You know walk three feet and not have a giant, you know, gemstone smack you in the face. Definitely. I felt like there, you know, what I really liked, and, and you can tell me if you agree, um, was that I felt like the more mature, I will say, because they're not old by any means, but like the, the Kate Blanchett's and the Jamie Lee Curtis's and Michelle Yeoh, they looked so fabulous and glamorous and just like Hollywood stars last night. They were appropriate. They were beautiful. And I feel like over the years, kind of, as you mentioned, we've gotten into 
like the cutouts and the sheer and the like almost like underwear looking dresses that just aren't like elevated Hollywood stars. And that's how I think about the Oscars. Like these aren't the VMAs. And so I was really happy to see um, a lot of these stars really come out like looking glamorous, as you said. Well, you know, fashion is so cyclical. Mm -hmm. So we've gone through, remember everyone had the beachy hair and we went through all the slip dresses and we went through all the naked dresses and the cutouts and the this and the that and the very streamlined looks. So, you know, fashion is very cyclical. I think this was probably the first year that people felt comfortable going big mm. again, which I, I, you know, I think it's also the world is, at least in Hollywood, getting a little bit back to normal. But you mentioned one thing that I think is really interesting. For at least as long as I can remember, um, and I believe it started in 1997 when uh, Nicole Kidman wore the chartreuse dress. It was the first that I can remember of being true couture Mm. on the red carpet. But the women of that whole era, Halle Berry, Kate Blanchett, Julia Roberts, Nicole Kidman, all these women are still the ones we look forward to seeing on the red carpet. And we have a million beautiful young ones, but think about who the glamorous fashion movie stars are. Still the same women 20 years later. And I think that's an important fact for all of us to remember. Yes. And I I think that's very interesting that we talk just as much about these women who are either in their very late 40s or 50s still as older and in their 60s and you can't even believe that Angela Bassett and Jamie Lee Curtis are actually in their 60s but as Michelle Yeoh said these are women in their prime yeah and it was fabulous to see that recognized and and to see um, the embodiment of what you are saying. But I think it's fa- fascinating that from these women, that group of women from their late 20s, yeah, all the way through to now are still, who are you excited to see? Kate Blanchett. You're still excited to see Nicole Kidman. You're still excited to see Halle Berry. And I think there's something wonderful. Of course, you're still excited. You're excited to see Margot Robbie. You know, and you're the newer and the beautiful, glamorous ones. But when people say, who do, who do you wait for? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Melissa, but I think we need to get right to it and ask you if you have a number one favorite and why, and then who some of your other top uh, best dressed for the Oscars were this year. Well, I think that this entire award season, there has been a clear reigning queen and that's been Angela Bassett every red carpet even when even when she would be at the Emmys or just being there with her husband presenting something for the last year she (laughs) has ruled the carpet she was in Jeremy Scott with Moschino which is not something you would expect to see on the Oscars red carpet so big moment for Jeremy Scott um this whole season nailed it Nailed it. That dress last night in that purple and the bulgari jewelry and the hair. I mean, I mean, it, I always say with Angela Bassett, it's like, oh, children, 
please move aside. The adult has arrived. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I always like yeah. to think in her head, she's going, hello, peasants. You know what I mean? It's that regal, you know, night. You all Royal color. let me show you what a movie star is. Yes, totally. Totally. Um, and, you know, for someone who's younger, I thought Cara Delevingne knocked it out of the park in Ellie Saab. Again, so much jewelry. Sophia Carson in John Biotista Valley. Now, I have the specs on that necklace. Mm. 122 carats of emeralds oh. and 92 of diamonds. Wow. And then, of course, you have Kate Blanchett and Louis Vuitton. You had Michelle Yeoh in the white Dior. And you know who's not a movie star, but looked the best she's ever looked in her life? Mindy Kaling in the white oh, yeah. Dior Wang. And those amazing, again, earrings, best I've ever seen her look and deserves to be mentioned in that conversation. Mm. Yeah, she, and she looked changed, incredible. She changed from the white to a black, same dress for the presentation, which I thought was super fun. I like the white better though. Mm -hmm. I did too. too. The white was special. Totally. I thought she yeah. looked fabulous. Really special. Um, I definitely noticed that too about Cara Delevingne, especially after she came out last week with her uh, Vogue interview about her sobriety. She's been sober for four months. And then she changed out of that, the red gown into um, this beautiful white gown at the Vanity Fair after party and it had this long, beautiful braid. I mean, she looked absolutely incredible, healthy, glowing, like mm -hmm. just so happy for her. You know, my boyfriend is not interested in watching the red carpet. He likes watching the awards. Uh -huh. And I, she came on and I was, it was a pre-show and I'm looking, I'm like, wow. And he looked up and he goes, who's that? So I mean, I yeah, that's like, how you know it's good. Yes. You know it's good. Well, I but thought I, that, you know, the thing about Kara and Angela and the gowns they wore that last night, like those were big, dramatic gowns, like with, you know, the big puff on the sleeve for Kara and the big puff around the neckline for Angela, like not that many women can carry that off, but they did. Um, I was talking about that with someone this morning about, you know, can only a tall woman wear that? And I talked a lot about um, proportions. And so a smaller woman like myself, who's by three, I can still wear a gown, but the proportions have to be right. Mm -hmm. I can't have a bow that is that big. I can have a version of it that's smaller because otherwise it takes over me. Right. And um, yeah, we were talking about how important tailoring and proportions are. And those, I mean, the tailoring on all those women last night was the best I've seen in years. I mean, I mean, all of them, I mean, every single one of them perfect mm -hmm. and i love the return of the jewels yes and i yes. love that we didn't have our messy hair yes. i love that everybody everybody looked like a grown-up mm -hmm. and janelle monet too she stood out to me i loved the black and orange with the small cutout like it was very tasteful and elegant see and i felt underwhelmed by her mm. and why is that um, well, she always is. First of all, she's beautiful. She wears clothes beautifully. Yeah. She's one of the ones that I am now looking forward to seeing. Mm. And yes, she was a presenter, not a nominee. 
But how are you ever going to get past the, was it the Ralph Lauren, the Love yeah. Lauren with the hood? I mean, yeah, again, that's a hard one to talk, but I, I think I just, I, my bar for her is so high. But what I also thought was interesting last night was the presenters dressed much more, um, in much more, in more of a simple way mm-hmm. and classy way yeah. than the nominees. And I, there's something I liked about that, that they weren't competing with the women's whose night it was. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, I think the white column on, um, uh, Oh, Emily huh? Blunt was fabulous with just with the jewels again, hot pink. Oh, yeah. I fabulous. Mean, gorgeous. But again, not a nominee, a presenter. Right. right. Well, I also now like had the pop of color. Like I liked the orange, but with paired with the black, like I wish it was a pink or something or a per- you know, I wish like as you said, kind of you expect her to jump out a little bit more. Yeah. But what about Halle Berry? I just thought she looked, I mean, she wasn't as like frou-frou, but I just thought she was so dramatically stunning with that white gown, the slit the hair, like how her hair was done. I love the beaded flowers. My only thing with that was I, I mean, I've never been a fan of when the slit goes above the hip bone Mm -hmm. and I wanted that slit to be two inches lower, just below her hip bone. And then the flower on that. Yeah. I think it would have made it beyond elegant rather Mm -hmm. than the only one who is continuously vavoom and owns it is Selma Hayek. Oh. You know, she gets those yeah. girls up, waist in, butt going, and everyone gets in the minivan and off they go and in yeah. bright red. Yeah. But I just feel like Hallie's, she's so beautiful and the body's still so amazing. I just didn't want to see her working it that hard. Mm. I want to just you know, the slit two inches closed and then the flower. And then she would have made my best list. I'm just looking at, at it, at the gown. And I don't know. I just think her leg is so beautiful. But I've never liked when the slit goes above the hip bone. You know, I just, I'm not, I, I don't like when I have to worry looking at someone's dress. Right. That they might malfunction. Right. Like, you know, it was like last year when everyone had that big, deep V. I was having so much like angst watching them. I'm like, like it shouldn't dress like that shouldn't give you. I don't want to feel anxious. Right. right. You're worried that the, that the tape will let go. Right. But, that's what I'm saying. but that's why I've never liked that above the hip bone. Right. Like I said, if she had just dropped it below the hip bone and put that flower would have been perfection for me. I think. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Two, it kind of is what we were talking about before, where it's these Hollywood glamour, Hollywood stars, like tasteful, elegant, regal, like those, the cutouts, like Eva Longoria. I was worried last night. One boob was up here, one was down here, the, the this, the that, the back, like the sheer. I'm like, dress, not dress your age per se, but just like, no, ban that phrase, dress your age. No, but like Nicole Kidman, just the tastefulness of it, I think. And it's not dress your age. At one point, you have to become, and I hate this, appropriate. Appropriate. That's what I mean. And the perfect appropriate this whole season will have been uh, Angela Bassett, Mm-hmm. who goes full glam and yep. Jamie Lee Curtis mm-hmm. and they pull, you know, Dolce and Gabbana pulled in that waist and gave her the boning and it was beautiful. And cause I always say, Oscar, you know, who thinks they're going to win because they show up dressed for their Oscar picture because, yeah. you know, my joke was always, that's the picture they're going to run with your obituary is you standing there holding your Oscar. So it's never anything except for share, you know what I mean? Super modern, super trendy. It's always, lady up top and you know whole and it's for that that dress was perfect the the beading brought light up to her face yeah it was that beautiful sort of nude sheer but just sparkled so it was a very modern dress that you could see on anyone but it was still appropriate for her mm-hmm. and similarly like it doesn't mean that you can't be sexy and you right. can't so skin, I mean, uh, Michelle, Michelle Yeoh's dress was stunning. Her arms are so amazing. God, her bicep, when she held up that Oscar, I was like, what have you been doing? Wait, and no creepy skin. No, she has like the best skin and she looked stunning and it was sexy and it was beautiful. And she looked, she looked I, like I, an angel. She just looked yeah. so but going back to like Jamie Lee Curtis and being sexy, let's not forget she just wore that red dress with the oh, deep yeah. punch. that looked appropriate and sexy. Yes, exactly. And tasteful. Exactly. What I'm saying is you kind of have to know, like I put on a super mini skirt and platforms the other day and I'm like, and drop the skirt two, three inches. And now we're in the ballpark and it's horrible, but you have to know, but it still looks sexy. You have to know what's working for you in the moment of where you are in your life. Yeah. Now let's just talk a bit about what didn't work. Mm-hmm. I felt like there were a couple of kind of gone with the wind gowns it does. that just were not, I, I was wondering what were they thinking? Like Melissa McCarthy and that red kind of giant number but again, not an easy body to dress. And I'm always happy when a larger woman doesn't wear something shapeless. And she's always really good about that. They exaggerate, it was too much by her face, but they exaggerated the shoulder. They snatched in the waist and it gave her shape too much by her face. I felt yeah. too much skirt. A I'm lot just- and a lot of skirt. But again, I felt like that was a whole, it was almost there. I didn't find there being any at the Oscars real disasters. I found things that were underwhelming. Mm. What underwhelmed you? 
Anna DeArmas. Me too. That's what I was going to say. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell, but like, (laughs) come on. She looked like she was going to like dinner with friends. Well, maybe a little bit more than that. Now, I don't know if it was. But again, she didn't show up looking like a movie star. And she played a movie star. Just, right. And the dress was, I mean, the construction and the beading and the, you know, the pieces at the bottom and Louis Vuitton. And maybe the carpet made it look less than it was. Right. But the whole picture was underwhelming to me. Do you think she was trying, though, to do a Marilyn because yeah. Marilyn is sort of famous for wearing kind of a silvery gown that's strappy and maybe she was trying, she played Marilyn. But then the hair needed to be done and there needed to be jewelry. Yep. It just, yeah. I think she was trying to look effortless and she did look effortless, but in the negative sense. Mm. The other dress that I thought was really beautiful and it didn't underwhelm me as much as I thought it was just a aging choice was Michelle Williams. Mm. And again, I think the carpet was the completely long, wrong color for that dress. Yeah. I felt very washed out and I felt it aged her. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It was well, very she's so pale. It was, I mean, I love the red lip. I love that she had on the necklace. On a red carpet, it may have sparkled more. Mm-hmm. But on that, first of all, I don't understand. I, could someone tell me why they did a sh- champagne carpet? I still haven't found out why. And all I could think about was when we would be on the red carpet and having a carpet that color, it must have been filthy at the end. And can you imagine what it would have looked like if it had been raining? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Gross. But you're right. It, it washed everything out in instead of popping the gowns and right. yes, Michelle just kind of ended up blending into the carpet. And then the background was also this light beige too. Yeah. And again, that's someone, something that someone can't control, but I think it took a dress that was very ethereal mm-hmm. and very her and made it look aging. Totally. What did you think of Florence Pugh? Oh, uh, the big controversial one. What are they calling her now? The punk princess. Yeah. She's a big fashion girl. She's a big fashion risk taker. She wears things that was directly off the runway, including the shoes. It didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. I loved her. I loved her hair and I loved her makeup. And I loved it conceptually. And you can see it going down a runway. Yes. (laughs) But I say it's not for an actual human. I, I, it's interesting because I'm torn on that one. Cause I thought it was kind of so incredible that it was fabulous. Like that she pulled that off with the shorts and the huge bustling arms. It's, it's very runway. It's yeah. Very runway. It's not an Oscars gown. It's just, you know, it's very runway, And I'm loving the big coats this year. I thought, um, Allison Williams, that yep. pink coat with the thin dress, gorgeous. gorgeous. I just felt like it wanted to be beautiful, but it was too runway for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was too, not over the top, but you know, what you see on the runway versus what you see on the stores is usually, is very different. Yeah, And what you see the couture these women are wearing versus what's on the runway 
is very different. And that was right off the runway. But I love that she does that because now we look forward to it. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Now, let's talk a bit about uh, the after parties because we're talking about how on at the actual Oscars, we moved away from such from bareness and lingerie looks. But at the Vanity Fair after party, it was like the women were barely dressed. And you're shaking your head. Yeah. They were completely sheer, like everything could be seen. And and there was underwear underneath, but it was to be seen like Ciara and Alessandra Ambrosia, I never pronounced her name right. And um, the and then you had like Olivia Wilde with kind of half dressed with a black bra and then the dress falling off and Hunter Schaefer from Euphoria. I mean, barely her her breasts covered. But that's again, that's a big trend. The the slightly not the naked dress, but the transparent. I don't know what word see through with the granny panties and the this and that. And that's a big trend. And, you know, I think that's also where everyone's supposed to show their cool factor, mm-hmm. you know, that they're yeah. cool and this is what they changed into. And it's a completely different, like, I didn't see a lot of pictures from the Oscar parties because I had to go to bed because my day started very early. Um, I did see a picture of Haley Beaver who was completely covered up yes, she was and very, not translucent. And she's very much a trendsetter. Yes. So I thought that was interesting, just like on the red carpet, you know, everything is so cyclical. Last year, this year, we saw all these huge gowns. And then you saw some of our fashion-y trendsetter women starting to go back to slim. Nicole Kidman, Kate Blanchett. You start, you know, Emily Blunt. You're starting to see where I think it's going to go. Right. And it was all uh, no, no translucent. Yep. It's very interesting. Um, and also, you know, I'm curious, I was talking about this a lot today. Um, the red carpet interviews, a lot of them went viral, um, notably one between Ashley Graham and Hugh Grant. And there's a lot of conversation around it. Some are saying, you know, Hugh Grant was really rude. Like Ashley did a great job handling him, uh, and kind of just asking questions, asking questions, asking questions. Other people, we're kind of coming for Ashley and her questions and her um, just not just her questions to Hugh, but kind of questions all night and questions from these celebrity hosts interviewing other celebrities and them just not necessarily asking great questions. I'm curious your thoughts on um, these, these carpet hosts, especially after, you know, doing it yourself and and your mom doing it. Uh, What do you think? Specifically with Ashley, her lack of experience showed and not necessarily listening nor having the confidence to respond. Mm -hmm. And especially with Hugh Grant. And I I just saw this clip. I was, I would have, my questions, you know, obviously with the Taylor and the English, I would have made a joke being how very Savile Row of you. And then I would (laughs) have pivoted to, You've now done Oscar red carpets. You've done Emmy red carpets. I think he's done, you know, Tony red carpets. 
you know, what's wrong? Why aren't we seeing you on the Grammys? Or I would have pivoted to you've been here. You're so old. You've been here for so many years. <laughs> you've been around so long. Right. What's the biggest change you've seen? You know, and then that makes a joke. You can make then that same joke he made at uh, on stage about I'm so old. Right. You know what I mean? So you funny. also have to know, I felt like he was kind of trying to play and she wasn't picking up the cues. Every year they put celebrities or influencers. I thought Vanessa Hudgens did a really good job. Yeah, I did too. I thought she was excellent. I was surprised. I mean, she seemed very confident and yeah, very in, in, like as if she'd really done her homework about all the well, films. She, and she has hosted these things the past like three years and the Met Gala. Like she should be kind of getting good at it by now. Which is what I'm saying is she's gotten better and better. Yeah. People don't get that it's flipping hard. Yeah, Trust I me, agree. I've been there. <laughs> you have to be so prepared. You have to remember things you've said in the past. And I think this is what got Ashley in trouble. You have to listen and not be worrying about who's next. Yep. You must, because everyone's excited to be there. Everyone is nervous. Everyone, oh, I, you know, it's so much easier being okay. a presenter than not. We've heard all of these answers. Everybody's got something lucky with them. Everybody's got the story. Of Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How they found out and I think that's where my mother and I were very different because we've been on both sides. I don't want to answer questions that I'm sick of being asked. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that just comes with time and listening. And I think Ashley and, and Hugh Grant did not make it easy on her. And you better be a seasoned pro to fire back at that. Yes. Do you think that he, like, I didn't think it was, anywhere near as bad as I saw like comments on Twitter and other social media. I mean, I thought, is he just got this very droll, dry sense of humor, British sense of humor. And it wasn't that he was trying to be rude, but that's very. Who he is. And he stopped to do the interview. Yeah. He could have kept going. So I don't think his goal was to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. I think this is two people who did not get each other right at no. all. Absolutely. Um, well, Melissa, thank you so much for joining us today and talking all things Oscars. It's great to have a pro on here to thank recap you. it all with us. My pleasure. Lovely seeing you guys. It's been so great to see you and uh, we must do this again. Yes. We'll make it an award show date. I love Absolutely. it. Thanks, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you.